Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Welcome into a special At The Podium, brought to you by the fine folks at SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I am your host, Michael Kist, and we usually don't include these press conferences from later in the week because we typically relay the information that Doug Peterson provides during these on our shows. Usually it's just updates on health of certain players and some cookie-cutter answers to general football questions, but these two, the Wednesday press conference and especially the Friday press conference, have special meaning and the tone from one to the other are vastly different. On Wednesday, you'll hear Doug mention that Carson Wentz was included in the injury report for a back issue, but on Friday, after all the news dropped that were detailed heavily in the latest BGN radio with Brandon Lee Gowton and John Stolness, Doug Peterson had questions of a different nature to answer. So the Wednesday press conference goes for about 11 minutes. The Wentz remarks are at the beginning, so in this show, it'll be around the 12-minute mark that you'll hear that Friday press conference with all the questions about Carson Wentz and his back issue. So make sure that you've listened to BGN Radio episode 27, and we'll kick it over to those press conferences right now for you. All right, good morning. So before you ask, I'm going to run down the injuries for you for today. That way I don't have to go through every single one of them. And if there, it saves a lot of questions. So uh, let's start uh, D-line. Tim Jernigan, um, he's doing better, uh, obviously, day-to-day. And we'll evaluate him today and see where he's at. Um, you know about Corey, Josh, Jalen. We always made those decisions to put them down. Uh, Avante Maddox is improving. Uh, again, he's day-to-day. Um, see how he gets through today and, and uh, chance he practices. But, but again, we'll, we'll see where he's at physically. Um, Jordan Hicks, another one that's uh, improving. Uh, still day to day. Um, see where he's at again uh, after today and tomorrow uh, with a couple of couple of uh, workouts. Um, a, a new one. Um, Carson um, has uh, a little bit of back soreness, a little tightness, and so we're going to rest him today. Continue to evaluate him and, and just just make sure he's he's good. But but we'll uh, uh, we'll have more information on all these guys uh, later later in the week. Is there anybody else? Sydney, he's another one day to day. Day to day, yeah. When did that this isn't the first time that Carson has had some back issues um, with practice or whatever. I mean, what, what's the problem? Well, I mean, sometimes he just gets just a little sore, a little tight, and so we're just gonna we're just gonna rest him today and and uh, and, and evaluate him further. Nothing, nothing game related. Um, just you know, uh, he's he's dealt with it, you know, and and so we're just gonna continue to evaluate. Is there a chance he misses this game, Doug? Again, we're going to focus on today, get through today, um, and, and see where he's at, at at the end of the day. We've talked before about sometimes there being positive memories at a stadium and how that can kind of energize a player. Uh, Carson's obviously going back to the stadium where his season ended last year. Can there be that negative side of it, too, where you have bad memories from a stadium? Um, I think a player that uh, goes back to a, a place of the scene of the crime, I guess, um, there could probably be a little, a little angst, maybe a little anxiety, but... You know he's uh, um, 
obviously it's a, you know we won this game last year as a team. Um, all three phases were exceptional, and uh, they really rallied around him last year at this time, and um, we ended up winning that football game. So it's a lot of might be a little bit of that, but I think there's more, as you mentioned, probably a lot more positive uh, coming out of this this game last year than than anything else. What do you remember about the, the scene in the locker room that night? Uh, you know, it was could have been a turning point for the for the worse for you guys. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a bittersweet. You know, um, still hadn't really got the full report. You know, on Carson at the time, at you know last year, guys were excited because we had just won the NFC East. Um, and you know playoff spot and all that so the hats were flying around the t-shirts and all that kind of stuff so you know and then for me um you're excited for the team but at the same time you're 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 thinking about the next week and 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 how am I gonna you know get keep the guys motivated and 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 pushing forward so yeah it was a little little bittersweet how he was playing in that game overall yeah he was he, individually he was playing playing extremely well I, I think collectively as an offense we uh, we did some nice things I mean we, we were Zach Ertz didn't play in the game so we had Selleck and, and Trey Burton as our tight ends and our running game was uh was was pretty good in that game if I remember right and uh we made some plays in the passing game so and then defense I mean defense stepped up really the whole game and then the big play at the end um you know, to get the to get the sack fumble touchdown. You know, at the end to kind of seal the seal the victory. Uh, I just remember that as a as a huge team team win last year in all three. I mean, we had a punt blocked against us for a touchdown. There are all kinds of things going on in that game that that we uh, that we were able to overcome, and um, it's going to be the same again this year. Wait, you spent two guys on IR um, yesterday. It's twelve now. Do you feel like you've been snake bitten a little bit by injuries? It would seem that way. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's a lot of guys. Um, I think uh, seven of them, I think, are on defense. Um, eight, and I think Josh now makes eight. But as far as starters go, you know, you look around and, and it's it, it feels that way. Um, but you know, I, I give a credit to um, the guys that are that are healthy right now, how they're fighting and battling through. And and we are playing with some young guys, but they seem to be improving each week. And um, you know, it's a, it is a tough task, but but uh, hey, you know, if it was easy, I think anybody could do it and sign up for it and and get it done. But but these, it's a resilient group, and and I'm proud of the guys for where they are and what they've accomplished so far. With, uh, with Wentz, there's been some games where he's he's um, you know been more aggressive, I guess uh, you know with his feet, and somewhere he's stayed more in the pocket. I wonder is the the back issues is I mean can we can we link those two or some day some games he's felt better than others uh, as it pertains to the back yeah I'm not I, I mean I don't know uh, you probably it's probably something that would you'd ask him about but um, I know he's been 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 good I mean he's going into game he's got a lot of energy a lot of juice and and you know sometimes it just it it just doesn't happen the, the lanes don't open up I mean the way the pass rush is is coming and and teams know that he's mobile so you know, go back to when we had Michael Vick. Teams know how to rush guys that are mobile quarterbacks, and 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 so you've seen some of that too, where it, where it sort of shrinks the lanes just a little bit, and, and it's kept him in the pocket more. Uh, you talked last year about uh, you know the benefit of staying out in LA. How come you don't do it this year? Well, we we played Seattle the week before, um, and then LA right right on the heels of that. So that was just a 
for us, it was kind of a no-brainer. Um, you know, for me, it's it's about these players. You know, um, we have all the resources available to us right here in Philadelphia. Um, and one, they're they're still around their families, um, their kids, and things like that. And, and plus, all the all the rehab and the sleep and everything that they can do, they can do it do it right here. And then and then when we travel, we're going to travel and. Uh, we'll try to maintain, you know, East Coast time when we even travel. We did it last year when we played the Chargers out there, and it was a success for us. And and uh, I just feel it's important that we we try to keep the same consistency uh, with everything we do, and and this is part of it. Following up on Corey and Josh Sweat, are 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 these long term injuries that will keep them out for the offseason program, or do you expect them back by then? Well, I think I think both of them. Um, in Corey's case, it, it might limit him a little bit in OTAs. Again, I'm, without getting a, a full doctor's report on the long-term effects, um, I, I think it will probably hinder the start of OTAs probably in April. But, but uh, again, we'll, we'll, we'll see you know, when we evaluate him at the end of the year and, and, and give him a time frame after that. Is it ACL or is it a... It's his knee. Doug, with, uh, with Carson, when did he start complaining about symptoms and... Um, are you guys sure he he wasn't experiencing anything, any back issues during the game? We've we've monitored him, you know, since he tore his knee, you know, since he damaged his knee. So we've been we've been on him and and, and monitoring him, and and uh, you know, listen, every every player is going to play with a little nagging injury from time to time. I mean, that's just that's just the way it works in this business, and uh, the quarterback's no no exception, obviously, and. And so, um, you know, we've we've monitored it and stayed on top of it, and we've had great communication with him. So, yeah. Have you noticed your numbers in um, twelve personnel, first, second, third down? Oh, here we go. Have been great. I mean, but they've been your best numbers. Yeah, they um, have. Thank you. So, oh no, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I thought that was a compliment. I, I, it's rare that you compliment us. I mean, thank you for that. I'm just wondering. I mean, we saw a little bit more of it in the second half of the game. It's just what have, what have been the reasons why you wanted to use him why haven't you used it more well each week each week game plans are different you know from what we see on film um and and last week uh against the cowboys our our 12 personnel you know it just depends on how the defense wants to sub if teams go nickel five dbs then then there's a really good opportunity to stay in 12 personnel and run the football and we've had some success doing that if a team stays in their base defense, keeping their third linebacker on the field, we've also had some success with matchups, tight ends against backers, uh, against teams teams like that, and we had success in the second half, um, you know, uh, last week. So, a lot of it's just predicated on on the defensive structure. Um, not every team subs the same way uh, on defense. This team we're playing this week is a little different that way, so it's, it can be a little bit of a, 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 a balance one way. They, they play a little bit more base defense to, to everything on first and second down. So, you know, it just, it just it's predicated on the on the structure of the defense that we're seeing that week. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, just uh, when you, uh, well, you know, I, I was anticipating this question, but uh, listen, um, what I'll say is, is John, John did a, a great job for me. He helped us win a world championship, and then he had an opportunity. Um, I love my coaches. I'm confident in the guys we have. So um, at this time, no. Did you ever foresee making twelve your your primary personnel? 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, you think about where, uh, you know, I think with the um, – how Dallas is blocked this season, how he's uh, be kind of emerged himself as, as, a, as a primary blocker for us and, and Zach in space, I think – I think, but again, it is predicated a little bit on the defense. Um, it is a bigger body, uh, obviously a tight end versus say a nickel nickel DB or a safety. Um, and yeah, I think I think you could you could consider that as a as a primary um, you know personnel group. But at the same time, you know, Alshon, Nelly, Golden, you know, um, Jordan, these guys are uh, also. Have been very productive for us too, so you know we got to keep keep that in mind as well. Thanks, guys. Jeez, more than usual today. Must be something going on. Good morning, Doug. Uh, can you confirm that Carson Wentz uh, fractured vertebrae? Is it one? Is it? Is it Here's what I can one? confirm: that he has a stress injury. That uh, this thing has evolved over time. And it requires zero surgery to heal. Stress fracture. A stress injury, yeah. You can word it how you want. Well, fracture injury. Okay. And when did the when do you when did he first start complaining about it? And when did the team first become aware that he had a It's just evolved over time. You don't recall when it happened. I'm not going to get into first. a ton of specifics on this. You know that right now. So. Is he playing Sunday? He's questionable. Question this is questionable. Why can't you go into specifics about your franchise quarterbacks? Uh, because I don't think it needs to be aired out publicly. It's an in-house decision, um, and that's the way we're going to keep it. And and it's uh, in Carson's best interest right now. There's been questions about you know the discovery of the fracture and how that how that all comes to play. Uh, can you lend any insight into that? Have you guys been giving tests uh, periodically? What I know is that this thing has evolved over time. Has it impacted your play your play calling at all in terms of you know rolling him out to the side or anything like that? Knowing no. that he's dealing with sore back. No. no. What was your understanding of you mentioned it happened over time? What was your understanding of the injury during the last few games? Um. Again, this thing has just evolved. Um, so, you know, we're, we were we were rolling. Does that mean it's gotten worse since he appeared in the injury report in, in mid-October? Has it gotten worse since that point? Has he felt worse? Yes. No. Is his placement on the injury report in October related to – is this injury related to the one when he first popped up on the injury report in October? He has a stress injury, evolved over time, and he requires no surgery. I'm not asking or answering any more questions about it. We're playing the Rams in two days if you guys haven't figured this out. So he's listed as questionable, and that's the way it is. Uh, okay. Will he make a full recovery? Yes. Do you know how long that recovery will take? Um, don't want to put a timetable on it, but uh, it could be, it could be, you know, uh, three months, possibly. If you decide before you leave that you're going to go with Nick, is it possible that you won't take Carson on the flight because of his back? No, he's traveling. If, if the injury does, what's the? is there a risk to putting him back out there? You mentioned he's questionable, which would theoretically give him a chance to play. Is there a risk in further injury if you put him out there? If we put him out there, um, there has to be 100% that there's there's no risk of anything further. So why wasn't That's what that being questionable? So, but is so, there a so risk that? So why was that? that the standard then throughout the season? If this has evolved over time, then it means he's been playing with an injury over time. So, so why wasn't that the standard when the injury first came up? 
Yeah, you're 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 uh, you're asking when it happened. No, but for and and evolve, for something to evolve, it, it takes time. And when is that window? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, where, where is that for window? To evolve, it means it didn't happen this past week. Therefore, it's been it's been evolving, like you said. So, from the time when it started evolving, why wasn't this identified then? Because at the time, probably it wasn't identified as a stress injury or stress fracture, as you said. Okay. So, so as 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 you look at that from an organizational perspective, is there concern that you had him out there while this was getting worse? No, no, because he was he was he was there were no symptoms. He was one hundred percent. He practiced. He was not on the injury report. You know, um, for this, so yeah, had no issue with that. To the naked eye, it seemed like he was not running as much. Well, I answered that earlier. I answered this earlier in the week uh, about the the Dallas Cowboy D line and how how teams know Carson runs. Rush lanes change, rush patterns change, blitzes change to keep a guy like Carson Wentz. And same was my. I think I even brought up Michael Vick. Teams would blitz and rush Michael Vick differently. Um, to keep him in the pocket. So you can't just say, well, he's not running more. We'll put some credit back on the defense and say, hey, they, they, they rush a little bit differently too. Last production throwing the ball down the field. The, he was missing throws that typically he does, he does make. I mean, did you guys see all this and thought that, think that maybe? Well, we, we, saw, we saw the missed throws, but we're not, we're not, putting, we're not linking the two together. We just got to get better at making the throw. On Monday, you said he's feeling as healthy as he's ever been. Um, was that your understanding when you got back from Dallas that there were no issues with his health? Yeah. Now, for Carson to be able to play on Sunday night, wouldn't he have to go through the same kinds of tests, you know, possibly out in L.A. for that to happen? And what would the feasibility of that be? Well, I mean, we're still gathering a lot of information, so it's the feasibility is, is probably pretty high. When did you guys discover the, the fracture? When? Yes. Um, He had a he had a test done on Tuesday, and then the results came back on. And then everything since that point, so everything has evolved up until Tuesday. Until you until you do a scan, you don't know. You, you mentioned you mentioned before that like you know ankles connected to the leg. Is he compensating for the knee? Is this has, does this no. have anything to do with? No. Have they have they made any link? No. So, so with, with the was, test on, with the test on Tuesday, was that something that that's happened that happens like regularly, or did he complain? about some sort of discomfort. We, you know, we, we do a lot of testing each week on a lot of players. Um, we've done Tim Jernigan. Um, you know, we do all our, all our, we've done Sidney Jones. We've done all the guys that have been injured. Avante Maddox, we do them all every week. And um, Carson's no different. He's, he's you know, he, he's, he's been on the injury report from the beginning of the season for certain reasons, for other reasons. And so we continue to monitor. And again, that's part of us gathering the information that we need to make sure the guys are, Ready to go? You said you said at the beginning of the season that you're married to him for the next decade. Um, this is the, his fourth injury of, of varying levels in, in four years, dating back to his last year of college. So, uh, how concerned are you about that going forward? Um, I mean, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I think it's a pretty to ask the question now. 
after three years and the injury, you know, situation that's going on. I mean, uh, I think it's, I think you guys can sit here and say that it's a probably a red flag. Um, a lot of injuries occur because of the nature of the sport, um, the violent uh, hits of this sport. Guys know exactly what they are getting into, even at a young age. Um, and, and Carson's no different. But, you know, moving forward, we, we just got to make sure that that uh, we do a better job of protecting him, starting with the offensive line, starting with the backs. You know, he does his part by, you know, getting the ball out of his hand. Uh, I do my part by maybe incorporating more screens and quick throws to help that. But uh, it's not in any way going to change the aggressiveness of my nature or his uh, moving forward. The first injury, this isn't the first injury we've had guys one thing lead to another. There's been a period of recovery, et cetera. Is your comfort with the, with the training staff, um, is that still at a, at a certain level? It's an extremely, it really, it's at a, it's at a high level um, because of the communication that we have, myself, Howie, our docs, Jerome, uh, Shireen, everybody involved. Um, we've, we've had a lot, of, a lot of really good conversations, a lot of good protocols put in place for every injured athlete that we've had this season. I, listen, that's a doctor question. I'm not getting into those. That's a medical. I'm not getting into that. I, I recognize as I ask this that you're not on the medical staff. But, Thank you. But they're not for up recognizing here. No, that. But they're not up here, and Howie's not up here, so we ask you. I'm uh, the head football coach. Exactly. And, and so, so I get I get the pleasure so, of coming so, up here. So, that's my job. Yeah, that's so, what I have to do. So as you look at the injuries this season, Carson among them, have, have you noticed a trend in injuries that have – Regressed or have gotten worse? Specifically? Darren Sproles, Tim Jernigan, um, Jalen Mills showed up in a walking boot a few weeks into the injury. Sidney Jones has re-injured himself three times in games this year. I, I, I understand it's a violence. You know, there's a, there's, a, there's a fine line with, with um, guys that can return to play that have an injury. And, and there's a fine line of how far you want to push an athlete to test him to see where he's at physically through his protocol. And we have a, we have a protocol. Each, each athlete has their own, based on injury, has their own protocol. And we have to measure where he is, I don't know, stage three, stage four, however many stages there are in that protocol. And, and so for these athletes, one, for them, Internally, they want to get back out on the field. Sproles wants to get back out. Jalen wants to get back out. Tim wants to get back out, the guys you mentioned. So we're going to put them through a, 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 a sort of our own internal test, right? Um, and so there's a fine line to how much we can push. And then sometimes within that pushing from whether it's doctors, it could be, you know, the, the trainer, the player himself, there could be setbacks. Because we're we're trying to see where the where the athlete is, and and that happens. That happens with everybody in the National Football League. So, um, that's kind of kind of what's happened. But I don't I don't think that we've had a setback or a step back uh, at all with any of Doug, any of that. Since you're the only person from the organization that is up here answering questions about the medical staff, one question that's never been answered is why were the top two doctors fired after you guys won a Super Bowl? I'm not even going to comment on that either. 
Doug, you've, Doug, you've had, a, you've had a, a back fracture before. You know the nature of, of, of back. Mine was different. I know it is. Uh, back, totally and, and that's where the questions go. And this is a stress fracture, which you know I've seen termed as a, a trickier form of, uh, you know, of a, of a back fracture. Is that your understanding? Uh, what is your uh, long-term uh, concern when it comes to lens? The information is that it required number one, no surgery, which is a positive. Mine didn't need surgery either, but mine was completely different. Mine was a transverse process that was broke off with some other damage back there. So two different injuries. Um, and the fact that he doesn't need surgery on this, I mean, is the, is the, the best news that you could possibly have on, on anybody that has a, a stress fracture or stress injury in this case. So, but last one, the, last one, the long-term uh, outlook, I mean, is there still a level of haziness no. uh, because of the, the trickiness that comes with, especially a, No, a, no, as long as we fracture. take as long as we take the proper steps to make sure that all our players are 100%, then, then no. I'm out. I'm out. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.